previously on Famous for 15 Quid. I prefer a turd. I've just looked at it. Oh my God. Oh, he's very vulgar, isn't he? Um, no idea. Um, uh, no, I wasn't listening at all. Utter prick. It out goes you. Have we got better at this? And now. What do you want now? Fine. Welcome to Famous for 15 Quid, the panel show where we weigh up the various prices of paid celebrity greetings, giving the format both a limited shelf life and absolutely no commercial potential. That said, though, it is the only place where you can find out that DJ and former funhouse landlord Pat Sharp is worth less than sooty. So, joining me to stick their noses into the arse end of celebrity culture are, on this side, a man who was once told to keep it down by Peter O'Toole, it's Paul Litchfield. Hello, Paul. <laughs> Oh, well, 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 hi. How are you, Dan? Beautiful. A beautiful opening there for you. Uh, yes, you were once told to shut up by Peter O'Toole, weren't you? Yes, we, I was at a party in New York, and uh, he was in the penthouse above us. And it wasn't my party, but I think we we're all making a racket, so he came down. And if you could picture Peter O'Toole in a tr traditional garb, in other words, literally almost like fucking wee willy winky coming down. <laughs> <laughs> Bed hat on and slippers, velvet smoking jacket. It went, Will you all please... Keep it fucking down! <laughs> He's not a talk, isn't he? Celebrated <laughs> Hellraiser, Peter at all. Uh, yeah, I bet he shat in someone's pocket at some point for a giggle. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, but, uh, of course, uh, celebrities, they're not just there for nice things, like telling you to shut up, are they? I mean, they're also things like uh, they're good if you've got bad news to deliver. So um, so if, like, if you have bad news to deliver, which which celebrity would you get to do that? What would you get them to oh, say? Daniel, what a viciously upsetting question. I don't want any bad news at this juncture in proceedings. Well, no, but... but there's so much around at the moment, isn't there? Oh, there's too much of it around. But I'll tell you who I would like to give me some bad news. I'm going to decide that... Stanley Unwin would be my celebrity of choice because I technically mm. wouldn't understand what the bad news was that he was trying to impart. So oh, he'd come up and go, excuse me, old father's in the ice cream of own. I'd be like, I'm sorry, what? And he'd be like, bad yeah. and, and unless he held up a picture of like a lump, and I'd be like, oh, fuck, yeah. okay. I'm afraid he'd say you, Terminode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Terminode, cancer, not the Aquario. You'd be like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Thanks, He's a very man, isn't he? Fuck yeah, you, oh. Oh, Stanley, don't be rude. <laughs> Yeah, well, he was a professor, so, yeah. so... He was a professor of, of, of being rude. <laughs> right, so, well, so next time I've got something awful to tell you, I'll just do it as Stanley Unwin and you'll be over the moon. Thank you, right, hello, muchly Dan, old. Perfect. Okay, okay, and uh, over on this side, we have a man who's only bloody done it on Churchill's big map. It's Michael Legg! <laughs> <laughs> what ho! Said de ting with tree bonts. Don't meddle with things you don't understand. Uh, not your words, of course, the words of Nick no, Not my words. Yes, Nick McBrain said those words backwards. Yeah. It's a different time. Different time. Um, so, uh, different Michael, time. So, uh, how about you? If you had some bad news to deliver, which celebrity would you get to do it? And what would you get them to say? Uh, well, that's a great question, Dan. Um, I think I would ask Prince Philip. Uh, oh. Because, because yeah. we still don't know if he's going to be alive or dead when this goes out. He's Schrodinger's so he Philip. He managed to dodge it once, but will he be able to dodge a third episode in a row 
or famous for 15 quid. So if he's dead and he has to deliver <clears throat> bad news, then whoever is getting the bad news will be like, well, you know, he's got it worse than me. That's true. And, and secondly, if he's alive, he looks so much like the specter of death anyway, that if he goes to say some bad news like, ah, your wife's dead to someone, that person will go, oh, thank fuck, I thought you were here for me, death. So actually, he's well worth the £45.25 that I would pay on Cameo for some bad news from Prince Philip. Yeah, he's become a bit of a regular on this show, hasn't he, Prince Philip? Is uh... For now. If for now, yes. If, if 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 Prince Philip was on cameo, do you think you could ask him to like like you know maybe deface a stamp? Do you, do you think he'd do it? I bet he'd love to. I bet he's been dying to do that for years. Yeah, yeah. Go on, piss on that stamp. Little show the missus. That's the thing, you know, because because he's bound to have had like you know numerous affairs. Uh, you're going to have to maybe edit this bit out. But it must have been awful when his many, many, many mistresses that he's definitely had would write to him and he'd have to have a picture of his wife on the envelope, wouldn't he? Oh, God, yeah. Good point. yeah. Metaphorically yeah. wagging her finger on the envelope. Yeah. 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 Oh, Special stuff just pulling a face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got to the point where all the stamps to him, it was just her back turned away, just her head turned. <laughs> oh, no. You're not talking to me now. <laughs> No wonder he's trying so hard to die. Anyway, <laughs> okay, okay. all right, dickheads. He's uh, doing well, let's a great get on. job. Exactly, he's doing his very best. Right, dickheads, let's get on with round one. Okay, it's time for round one celebrity bids. Back in the 80s, if you wanted to get a special message from a celebrity, you'd probably have to go through Jimmy Savile. So in many ways, the cost has come down quite considerably. However, there is still a financial... <laughs> There is still a financial penalty to be paid for that brief glittering brush with stardom, and it's up to our teams to work out just how severe the penalty is. Uh, so, Paul, you're up first. Um, right. How much do you reckon for a message from this guy? People used to flock to the cinema to see his peewee, which rather ended up getting him into hot water. It's Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Peewee Herman. Oh, dear. Um... <laughs> does, he, it, um, does he appear as himself, or does he appear in character as the aforementioned Pee Wee Herman. Uh, I think he's sort of as himself, and he'll do a bit of Pee Wee for you. He'll, he'll get his Pee Wee out. Um, so he'll, he'll, right, so he'll engage, himself. he'll engage in water sports. Um, I am suggesting for a, a for a Rubens. Um, oh God, no, because he's. Um, I don't. He can't charge that much now because he's he, he's a naughty boy, isn't he? So, movie star. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then get away with big it. movie star. Anyway. He was in Batman. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Batman Two. Batman Two. Yes, um, and he had a wank in a cinema, and he did that mm-hmm. as well while yeah. watching Batman, but too. No, but yeah. watching porn, which seems to be—I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, yeah. what do you want him to do? He's Make a fucking wanking cake. in a porn cinema. Yeah, yeah. Seems... he was arrested mm-hmm. for icing a cake. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> well, he could have yeah. been. Yeah. Anyway, listen, we are digressing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with his with his with his toilet muck. Now, um. Yeah. Let's say I'm going to give him a nice round eighty pound. Eighty pounds for a peewee. Okie dokie, uh, Michael. I think, it's more. You? I think it's more. I think it's more. Okay, Michael. Do you reckon I, it's more? It's I, I think it's more because he obviously he only had a wank. He hasn't done anything wrong. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
people in glass houses shouldn't wank. I'll give you that. <laughs> that is yeah. a very good point. But, yeah. but, but other than no, that... It's a, very, it's a very good way of misting up the windows. So, you know. Sure. <laughs> Joe, around Christmas time, it really pays off. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you can get that little snowy effect on each pane, <laughs> yeah. that's beautiful. <laughs> now, do, do we get points for wank jokes this week? Because I think we're doing pretty good. Pretty I think good I've got enough far. paper, so no. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to go for £110. <gasps> because yeah. you know what? He's loved. He's loved. And all he did was have a wank. Like the rest of us, everyone's had a wank. You, me, your mum, your Everybody. dad, Everybody. Pope, everyone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, well, I can tell you, Michael, you're absolutely right. You're, you're closest. It's £110, you said. It's £187.50 for Pee Wee yeah. Herman. So he's pretty Whoa. pricey, actually. He is yeah, pricey. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Um, so, yeah, so that's a point to Michael. Okay. Uh, now, Michael, it's you to start on this next one. It's outspoken anti-vaxxers who refuse to wear masks. They're like two slaphead Lawrence Foxes. It's the deeply cunty right said Fred. Hey. Oh, God. Oh, God. Two of them. Uh, so so it's, it is two. So they're going to split the money. Uh, they are, let's keep in mind, worthless. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to say it's quite low because... Um, I'm deeply dippy about them dying of starvation. So I'm going okay. to go with 40 quid. 40 quid for Right Said Fred. Okie dokie. Mm. All right, so that's a good bid. Paul, what do you reckon for Right Said Fred? What would you pay? I also think they're on the they're, they're on the low side as well. Um, but are they lower than 40 pounds? Um, I think, yeah, I think they're around about that. I, I reckon, no, I'm going to just go a little bit higher. I reckon they're £49. £49 wow. from That Paul. is accurate. Yeah, okay. Well, this is uh, this is a bit of a naughty one, this, because uh, normally, Paul, you'd be incredibly close. Right, so Fred are normally £50. But at the moment, they've got a sale on. They're going for £25. So, Michael, you take the point. Oh, you Whoa! can't. Whoa! Thank goodness for sales. Yeah. Oh They've my god, it's it's two of them and they're it's, half price. It's two oh. for one. Yeah. Oh god. Shoddy, isn't it? You can actually get them now mm. on your nectar points. Mm. Yeah. There we go. The market for right said Fred is uh, in the toilet at the moment. So uh, there we go. But that's another point to you, Michael. Uh, okay, Paul, yeah, uh, you're doing start... really well. Uh, none of us are. Uh, Paul, it's you this time to start. Okay, so he won the FA Cup with Tottenham. He won the World Cup with Argentina. Chaz and Dave wrote a hit song about him, and now he's doing this shit. It's football legend Ozzy Ardiles. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Right. Um, I don't that know. Who guy, that, he was, I don't he's know an who actor. Yes, he was in um, yeah. Escape to Victory, wasn't he? He was in Escape to Victory with great actors such as Sylvester Stallone, and Michael Caine, mm. and Pele. Yes, and his, his hit song was called Ozzy's Dream, and I'm sure it wasn't this. But there wow. We um, um, I, I still don't know who he is, um, even though you've told me who he is. Um, so I'm going to, I couldn't give a shit either. So um, I'm going <laughs> to say uh, 70 couldn't give a shit pounds. 70 couldn't give a shit pounds. Thank you. Uh, Michael, um, what do you reckon for uh, Ozzy? Well, I care deeply about uh, Ozzy. 
Odiles. Yeah, is, mm-hmm. is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, that's yeah, I've done not. really well there. Um, I care deeply about him. He was a very big part of my childhood, as far as all my friends were concerned. Did he help you through the troubles? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was in the Ra. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was he Ra Odiles? Yeah. yeah he was. <laughs> um, so just out of sheer nostalgia, I'm going to go straight back to reality and say he's 40 quid. Ooh. <laughs> Very good. I wish I'd said Chucky R. Dealers, but I didn't. Um, 40 <laughs> oh, quid. that would have been great. But I didn't say it, so uh, so it can't be, uh, can't be used. Well, don't um, say it. So 40 quid for Aussie Ardiles from you. Um, I can tell you that Aussie Ardiles is £75, which is basically the same as 70 couldn't give a shit pounds. So that's a, poll, a point to poll. Oh, to well point. done. Well done. Point. Yeah, very good. Well, Paul does know a lot about football. Oh. He does. He loves his football. If you break yeah. me open, I'm like a sticker rock. It says Panini all the way through me. I'm going to try that. Okay, uh, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last one of the round for you uh, to start on. Okay. He wrote the movie Jaws. He wrote fucking Jaws. What the hell is he doing on here? It's Carl Gottlieb, the writer of Jaws. He wrote Jaws. <laughs> This hurts this one. Okay, cool. but 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 what does he do? No one gives a fuck. No one wants a greeting from him. I no do. one cares that he wrote Jaws. People care about Band Jaws. Does. They don't care who wrote it. They don't care who okay. thought of it. They could, certainly does. couldn't give a shit about Peter Benchley. No one gives a fuck. No, there's Band no does. way he can do anything. What does he say? Happy birthday to people? He probably does the, the, the noises. Oh, oh, I do yeah. like the noises. I forgot about the noises. Well, it tells you you're hey. going to need a bigger cake, that kind of thing. It's, uh, does he sometimes not work? <laughs> yeah, good. Very, very often. Uh, good times. Okay, good time. well, he wrote Jaws. Uh, he wrote fucking Jaws. He wrote fucking Jaws. Did he write Jaws too? No. No, he sang it. So he wasn't good enough to write Jaws too. Actually, I don't I, know that. He might have written Jaws too. I don't, I don't know that for a fact. Hi, uh, this is Dan. Just... Um... I can't let this go. Uh, Carl Gottlieb did co-write Jaws 2. Here's the rest of the episode. Okay, well, I'm going to go with your first answer, I'm afraid, Dan. I'm afraid I have to accept it. You did say no. Meant yes. So with that in mind, I'm going to say there's no way, no way on fucking earth he's worth more than 35 quid. He just isn't. 35 quid. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okie dokie. He he isn't. He's in Jaws as well. He plays the you know, the, the journalist from the local paper. Is he the shark, Dan? No, he's not the shark. All right, Paul, no. um, it's Carl Gottlieb. How much do you reckon for Carl Gottlieb? The writer of Jaws. Yeah, well, he's got to be worth more than £35, quite frankly, um, for a man of that calibre. So I reckon he's right. worth £35 and one penny. Damn it, I forgot about the penny. <laughs> uh, right, well, I can... Uh, Exclusively reveal, um, Carl Gottlieb goes for £37.50. So, Paul, you take the point then. I mean, can, can I have a little bit of fucking credit for actually seeing reality for once in this shambles? Thank God people have sense sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan, that he, I'm so, I know he wrote your kiddies film about the fish, but, but. Those days are over. He only wrote it. He didn't make it. That's true. Yeah, fuck him. All right, well, I can tell you at the end of that round, uh, scores are level. Michael and Paul both on two points. 
Okay, it's time for round two, who's worth more? Celebrities have always been keen on ranking themselves. Of course, they used to do it with Oscars and the like, which is how we know that Mel Gibson is a better film director than Stanley Kubrick or Alfred Hitchcock. And Suicide Squad is exactly as good a movie as Citizen Kane. But now we can see which celebrity is best simply from what they charge for getting your name wrong on an iPhone. So let's weigh up some pairs and sort the shit from the Shinola. Michael, it's you to start. Uh, Now, you've got a pair of chaps who like their drugs. Without Laurel, there's no Hardy. Without Morecambe, there's no Wise. Without Chuckle, there's no Chuckle. Similarly, without Cheech, who gives a shit? It's Tommy Chong. Or, (laughs) despite being apparently very good at bicycling, he's won exactly as many Tour de France as I have. It's big old cheaty bollocks Lance Armstrong. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's how he makes his drug money now. There you go. I mean, it's totally fine that Cheech or Chong, I can't remember which one you said, is in this. Tommy Chong. It doesn't matter. It, I mean, Armstrong seems... and Chong. Do you know what I just realised uh, today? You know James Corden? He does Cameo, but just not on Cameo. That's his entire career. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he gets he he very well for it. He, is, he has cheated the system by doing Cameo elsewhere. Yeah. And getting billions for it. Um, disgusting. Which brings to mind the old saying, fat cunt. <laughs> as, my, as my dearer mum used to say <laughs> embroider it it's very beautiful off to bed you fat no. cunt no crossed it so bed. so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so with that in mind uh, I'm, go- I'm going to go with um, with what in uh, mind Lance, Lance, with um, James Corden being a fat cunt. With that in mind, I'm going to go with Lance Armstrong being the most expensive because I don't really know what Cheech or Chong do, but I know what Lance Armstrong doesn't do. So, And we all know that doing fuck all is the most worthful thing on the planet. So uh, I go with Lance. Absolutely right. Yeah, well, it is Lance Armstrong. He's at £225 per message. Good luck. Um, whereas insane. Tommy Chong is uh, literally half the price, £112.50. So there you go. Also <laughs> insane. Yeah, yeah. But also, I would say Tommy Chong probably does a lot of nothing. I suspect he's probably not capable of doing that much. I think he's no. fairly high as a kite 90% of the time. Um, but there we go. So uh, another point to you there, Michael. Very good. Thank you. Very good. Okay, um, so Paul, it's your turn now. Mm-hmm. Is it? This is a pair uh, from Buck's Fizz for you. This is a Buck's Ooh. Fizz pair. Okay. So is it the only one anyone remembers? Her real name's Rita Crudgington. It's Cheryl Baker. Or is it the band that contains the three members of Buck's Fizz who are still talking to one another? Yes. Ripping off a nice woolly cardi to reveal a slightly smaller nice woolly cardi at a Butlins near you. It's the Fizz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cheryl Baker on her own or the Fizz? Um... I really kind of really hope that Cheryl just can take all the money and Fizz can't make as much. So. Well, I'd, I'd like to point out that Cheryl Baker is in the Fizz. Oh, so she's lining her pockets double. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No now, who on. else is in the Fizz? Is Jay Aston and Mike Nolan in the Fizz? It is those two, yes. yes. Bobby G will have nothing to do with it. Yeah, he's no, no, no. Well, he was always the artist. He was always yeah. the Mike Nesmith 
of the Fizz. He was very much he, so. He made his mind up to not be involved. So, um, the Fizz, um, a 2046, 2500, you are the king of the answers. Um, the Fizz. You say the Fizz. <laughs> well, they have to if she's involved with it. She can't be more expensive on her Todd and then not be more expensive <laughs> in the fucking Fizz unless maths has gone fucking bath. I can't even speak. Okay. It might have um, gone bath. It might have gone bath. Um, well, I'm uh, it's actually sort of a trick question. They're the same price. Oh, yeah. uh, Cheryl Baker on her own and the Fizz both cost £35, which technically means that Mike Nolan and Jay Aston are worthless. <laughs> <laughs> not, not our words, the words of Cheryl Baker. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there we are. So I'm afraid no points there. Um, okay, back over to you, uh, over to you, Michael. Uh, now, you've got two people who are best. So, is it son of footballing legend George Best, the sort of person who turns up on a thing, Callum Best? Or is it not even the most racist thing in Star Wars, Jar Jar Binks actor Ahmed Best? <laughs> <clears throat> right. Uh, what, I assume... Like what? What? What does Ahmed Best spend money on? I, I assume he just gets something to flay himself with every day. Well, what? according to his according to his little uh, thingy on cameo, he says he's uh, using the money to put together a one man show about his experiences in Star Wars. So I imagine that's going to be quite Holy depressing. Holy shit! Yeah. <clears throat> wow, that's Me- Misa got a one star. Um, Is that what it's going to be called? And Callum Best obviously could uh, write a show about his experience in George Best. You know, yes. for some point, you know, at least part of him mm. was inside George Best's <laughs> penis <laughs> and balls. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he was very briefly in his penis and then, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah very briefly. Yeah. Very yeah. briefly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, nips through there as quick as George Best heading towards the goal. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right in the back of his mum's net. Uh, <laughs> dribbled down the. No, yeah, there we asked. go. Can't, can't be asked. Yeah, lovely, lovely. Uh, no, I'm, I'm got. I'm got to. I'm got to draw the line. I'm got to draw the line now. There we go. Now, uh, so I, uh, I have a weird uh, loyalty to George Best. I don't know why. I don't like football. He's he was clearly a piece of shit. Uh, but you know, he's vaguely. F- 10 miles away from where I live. So I've got <laughs> oh, that. Time. Whereas Callum Bess is a cunt. Uh, <laughs> Callum Bess is just, um, he's hes horrible. He's, isn't he? He's just, I don't really know what he does other than. He did a Love Island. I've got a feeling he did one of the. Yeah, what is, is, not, what is like, that though? Isn't it so people go to an island and bang and we have to watch it? Yeah. Well, we do have to watch it. Yeah. Um, you have to watch it. Um, I'm I'm definitely watching. going to go uh, for. Uh, I mean, God, they're both so fucking worthless. <laughs> I, I'm going to go for Jar Jar. I just say I'm going to go for Jar Jar. Going to go for Jar Jar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm afraid you've been tripped up by the same hurdle as Paul. They're the same price, Callum Best and Armand uh, Best. They're both seventy-five quid. Yeah. Good lord. I'll be honest with you. I also, even though that just happened to Paul, it never crossed my mind it would ever happen to me. And there is a lesson for us all. 
exactly. Yeah, you never know when the same price is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> bear, bear in mind. Um, okay, so uh, again, no points there. Uh, back over to you, Paul, for this one. Um, now, you've got a pair of bereaved comedians. So, uh, he used to be 50% of the Chuckle Brothers. Now he's 100% of the Chuckle Brother. It's Paul Chuckle. Or, <laughs> or even Hitler's one up on him. Yes, he's got no ball. It's Tommy Cannon. <laughs> Poor Tommy Cannon. <laughs> Poor Tommy. Cannon. Poor Tommy. Oh, yeah. it's, a rough, um, it's a rough time. God, Cry Paul, on, Tommy. <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul Chuckle's recently been on, like, I think Paul's done sort of okay of his brother's demise, which is terrible, isn't it? <laughs> but he's sort of doing lots, he's doing lots of reality TV. He was in the... Um, the the uh, best exotic Marigold hotel where they take loads of o- OAP celebs to India and they all go, oh, he's mm. bloody hot here. And then they come home. Mm. Yeah, he had awful time. He had deli belly as soon as he arrived. Poor, poor thing. Mm. But he gets yeah, a lot more done, though. Because it's basically, to me, and that's it. There's no more oh, fuss. I see. No, that's yes. true, yeah. Yes. He keeps it all in. Mm. Um, well, he couldn't keep it down when he was there. Um, uh, Paul, uh, Paul Trucker, Tommy Cat. Um, I'm Tom. Uh, Tom, it was Tommy the one who was religious, or did Bobby catch the religion. I, can't well, I think they both had a bit of it, yeah. They yeah. both had a bit of it. So I'd imagine lovely Tommy would probably give most of it to the power. Um whereas whereas your poor Chuckle it, it'll all go on pies and uh, horse racing. So I reckon uh, poor Chuckle's just gonna pip him with a little bit more of the fee. With a bit more of the fee to Paul Chuckle. F- fee, not feet. Oh right, okay, yes. Well I can tell you you're absolutely right. Uh, Paul Chuckle is forty pounds whereas Tommy Cannon is but thirty five. So it's a point ah. to you there, Paul. Humble well Tommy Cannon. Humble, humble Tommy Cannon, yes. Yeah, just £35. That's, uh, I'm almost tempted. I'm not. Okay, and now we have a little bonus round, of course, as usual. Um, so again, there's no, I don't care about the price. Uh, you just have to tell me which of these two perfectly serviceable names is absolute bollocks, okay? <laughs> um, so back over to you, uh, Michael. Uh, so you've got a pair of TikTok stars. Thanks. So, uh, which which of these is real? Uh, is it the charmingly named Duke Fucker or <laughs> Lord Cunter? <laughs> I Duke mean, Fucker or Lord Cunter? <clears throat> well, here's the thing: uh, nobody likes the word "cunt," uh, and um, it's it's illegal in America to say "cunt." And TikTok, I mean, I guess there are people in the UK. I've heard of TikTok. I've heard of TikTok. I'm down with that. Oh, hey, yeah. TikTok. Hey. Um, Snapchat, talk. MySpace, I know all these things. Um, Tic Tacs. Uh, Tic Tacs, yeah. yeah. Uh, something else that rhymes with another thing. <laughs> yeah, do you want to write that down? Oh, yeah, that's Co- down. Okay, okay. Uh, thanks, mate. Cock block. Uh, I'm going to go for the fucker one. Duke fucker. <laughs> Uh, if you, that's fucker. what you want to give, if you want to give him his proper title, go Michael, ahead. Please, but please, I would call him the Michael, fucker one. Michael, please, the Duke is in the room. Address him properly. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I don't know if this is hereditary or this is on merit. I don't know. It's not made clear. Um, but I can tell you, I'm afraid you're not correct. It's Lord Cunter is the real one. Oh, uh, well, I really have been duped by the Duke. <laughs> yeah, Lord Cunter is only £5.69 as well. So quite a bargain, I would say. So, uh, if you want to get your mum a message from Lord Cunter, yeah, you can uh, save yourself a few quid. Uh, so no points there. So uh, over to you, Paul. Uh, it's your turn. Uh, you've got, uh, as usual, a pair of drag queens. So uh, which of these is real? 
Is it Cookie Cunty or Fanny Battery? <laughs> so can you say the surname of Fanny again? Was it Battery or Battering? That's horrible. Battery. Cookie Cunty or Fanny Battery? Or Fanny Battery. <sighs> Fanny Battery. Mm. Right. I mean, I want them both to exist. And if one doesn't, then I, I will them... make sure that one does exist very soon. By the end of the day. I want them both to be neighbours on each side of me. And I don't want to speak to my neighbours. So um, let's... I'm, I'm going to say, I don't know why, and it's it's going to be hot. I think Cookie Cunty is real. <laughs> Cookie Cunty is real. Okay. Yes, I do, Dan. With 100% of my fibre. Well, you've got a good nose for this sort of thing, because you're absolutely right. It is Cookie Cunty is the real one. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Done. Oh. That was beautifully played. Absolutely beautifully played. Yeah. Yes. Wow. No, very good. So, um, very good at the end of that round. I can tell you, Paul, you're in the lead. Four points to Michael's three. Okay, so it's time to move on to round three. I want you to make me a. Okay, sure, you can blow all your money on one big, fat, expensive Mars bar, but the savvy consumer realises you can get hundreds and thousands of hundreds and thousands for the same price. And thus it goes with famous folk. So, I want our teams to try and pick up to five teeny-weeny irrelevant celebs to make up the value of one big, fat, expensive one. Uh, Paul, you can start us off on this round. So, uh -huh. it's... an an Oscar nominee and Golden Globe winner who played a batshit conspiracy theorist in Independence Day and in real life, it's Randy Quaid. Oh, Christ. Oh, nice. nice. I say nice, he's horrible. Yeah. Bear in mind, he is bonkers. So. He's bonkers, and I think he's probably got a real sense of self-importance as well. So I don't think he's going to come cheap for, mm. for, for, for a Wandy. A, a Wandy? Uh, did it as Jonathan Ross. A, a Randy Quaid. So I've got mm. to make up a Randy. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I reckon. Uh, but then, is he relevant? And what's the last thing he did? He do a. F oh, fucking who cares? Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not. I'm not putting much up. I, I actually. I think. Do you know what? I think he's fucking worth it. I think he's worth about fifteen quid. So I am oh, gonna okay. offer. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm gonna offer one. One slim fucking cadence of a personality, and it's not even a personality. One, and that's Dixie, the praying dog. Dixie's she's a praying yeah, she's a wow. fucking dog, and if you ring her up, she'll fucking pray for you. Dog. You'll be her I'm, prey. I'm... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking mind. There's something to do. Yeah. Please, Dixie, can I call you up and can you eat me? I'll put an end to all of this, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it, John? Like so that's it. it. I don't think he's worth anything. I reckon he's worth about eight, nine quid, ten quid tops. So I'm going so for you Dixie. think he's worth exactly the same as a dog? Okay, I, I enjoyed your train oh, of thought. I reckon there. he's less than that. Okay, <laughs> well, uh, let's find out by heading over to our very favourite tabulator. Okay, so we're back from the tabulator. And, uh, of course, Dixie the Praying Dog is there. Uh, Dixie the Praying Dog is £26.25. £26.25, um, so it's quite a lot for a, for a dog, isn't it? to yeah. say hello. For um, However, I can tell you that uh, Randy Quaid is £750. So you are... Fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're £723, 25p off there. Oh, that would do. get that for a film! No, you wouldn't. Not these days, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> no. um, 
I should just point out that um, if you did want to make a Randy Quaid, you could do it with 70 Arthur Smiths and a Dr. Albarn. <laughs> my favourite bit of all. So it's yeah. a little bit of a disparity oh. there, but um, never mind. Yeah. But uh, still, all to play for. Um, so, Michael, it's your go. Um, Great. So, uh, he used to be really good at punching people until Muhammad Ali punched him <laughs> so hard he forgot what he was doing and started accidentally making grills. It's George Foreman. <laughs> I've uh, I've got a fun tale about um, Muhammad Ali and George Foreman. This is a completely oh, true story. The day that Muhammad Ali died, my George Foreman grill just suddenly broke, just oh. wouldn't work. Oh. So so he, oh. he 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 beat him again, didn't he? Even in death. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he punched your grill from beyond the grave. Yeah, he was. That's why he was the greatest. Yeah. Yes. What were you grilling no. in your in your grill, Michael? As a, as a well, nothing. As, as, as well as as a committed vegan, what were you doing? Uh, some some like some grass. Is that what you want to fucking hear? There we Thank go. Thank you. That's um, all right. Um, now I uh, I I'll be honest with you. I gave this a tiny bit of thought today. Obviously, I didn't know that you were going to say George Foreman, mm. but I thought. Let's have a think about who who might be on these things. I don't want to cheat. I don't want to look anyone up. So I thought I'll go with the theme for this week. And my theme will be American sitcom stars. Lovely. Mm. And the only one. I Honestly, I can only think of one. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know his name. And I don't know the character he played. (laughs) But he's he's, he's a guy. Right. He's in French Prince of Bel Air. He's not Will Smith. I remember him. He's but not he's my like, brother. Yeah, th- that's exactly it. Yeah, he's like Alfonso a nerd. Alfonso Ribeiro. Is he called Carmen or something? Or Cart- no, hang on, something like that. Car- Car- Carlton. 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 His name's Alfonso Ribeiro. Yeah, Charles Carlton, okay. Carlton of the Wheelies. Right, him. So put him down. Right, Alfonso Ribeiro. I- I'll be yeah. honest with you. Th- that is literally. Uh, I, I no, I remembered one other um sitcom South America, and it's Frankie Muntz or Mund. I don't know how you pronounce his surname. Yeah, yeah. Mark- but I don't think he I, lost I don't his, think he I lost his memory. Did he? So yeah, he, he got into a, a he he into like racing show. cars, and he had a crash, and uh, he, I think he doesn't now remember ever being in Malcolm in the Middle. Well, luckily, wow. I mean, you can buy it on DVD or something, and that can get yeah. a large chunk of your life back. Yeah. So if he is on, does one one day he's eighty five quid, the next day he's twenty quid? He just doesn't know. No, all over the place. Yeah. No. Um, so um, I'm going to have to try and think of um, was was only Hudson? No, only Hudson was um, just a Ghostbuster, right? He was never in a sitcom. He should have been in a sitcom. He's very. He funny. might. He might have been in something. You never. Know. So can I put him down? Yeah, but so it's, sure it's the guy from it's the guy from uh, French Prince, Fresh Prince, and Ernie Hudson. Yeah, the French Prince and Ernie Hudson, Frankie Muniz. Yeah, so one French Prince, one Ghostbuster, mm-hmm. and would Sir Kevin. I've just thought of one. I've just, <laughs> I, I just thought of one, and it's it all fits in. It's American sitcom. Oh yeah, and as we know, I sometimes like to bring in one of our lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ed Weeks. Ed Weeks. <laughs> now, I'll be honest with it. There's a very slim chance he'll be in that. 
But mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. I'm going to. It was in the Mindy Project. That was a sitcom. That counts. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's all it's all good. Todd Carty is he an American sitcom? Yeah, Carty uh, it was called. Um, yeah, Todd Carty. And fuck it, let's have a Trump lookalike. Uh, well, that's five. You've got five. You've yeah, already got, got five. Five. Yeah. Have I? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really want um, the guy. I didn't really want Frankie Muntz. Oh, okay. I'll I just, I just said, I just said his name. Okay, because I, re- no, I remembered just, it. You're just, you're just which, remembering people which, now. which, if anything, is rubbing his nose right in it. Yeah. Okay. He's gone. Yeah. Right? Me remembering him. And you want um, Trump lookalike? Yeah. There's, there's going to be several Trump lookalikes, right? But and I'll go for the first one you find. I don't even care. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I'll, the first, yeah. I'll, I'll type in Trump lookalike. The first one that comes up, you can have him. Okay. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate that. Okay, before I go to the tabulator, what's the name of the sitcom Will Smith started? Is it Fresh Prince? Oh, yeah. That's better. Cool. Okay, well, you just need to get closer than (laughs) £723.25p. So let's see how you get on. Heading to the tabulator. Okay, here we are, back from the old Um I can tell you, Michael, that four of yours were there. Um, there was no Todd Carty, but all the others were there. Um, and they came... Oh, your, your trump alike, by the way, was Rob Trump. That's who I went with. He was the first one to come up, and he was 29 quid. Oh, okay, cool. So you've got a total of 348 quid's worth of celebs. I can tell you, George Foreman is £600, so you are £252 away. So you win the point massively. Hang on, they were all on there. Yeah, everyone apart from Todd Carty. Yeah, they were all there. I'm really surprised Todd Carty's not on there. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, no sign of Todd Carty, I'm afraid to say. But yeah, yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm, delighted, I'm actually delighted Ed Weeks was on there. Oh, yeah, Ed Weeks is there. Yeah, yeah. Ed, oh, if you're listening, hi. Hi, Ed. Uh, we've very much enjoyed your song about pubes um, every day for a month. <laughs> right, so... Um, <laughs> I can tell you, of course, that uh, you can make a George Foreman with 15 Hunters from Gladiators, two Ted Robbins, and a Freddie Parrot Face Davis. So there we go. So uh, at the end of that round, yeah. the end of that round it, I can tell you that uh, Michael, Michael's now retaking the lead, five points to four. Okay, so it's time for round four, the final round. There's a bit of a change again this week. Uh, This week it's reviews of my baffled phone. In this round, the teams will first get a customer review of one of the celebs from today's show, and they'll have to work out which celeb is being talked about. Then I've asked my phone to listen to a celebrity message and tell me what it thinks the celebrity is saying. Again, these poor bastards will have to try and decide which celebrity has baffled my phone. So, uh, Paul, you're up first. So, Michael, if you could read the review, which is the first one there, out for Paul. Yes, Dan, I will. Thank you. I got the awful impression he didn't review the message before recording it. I think he just got a notification, hit record, and started to very terribly read the message for the first time. It sucked, monkey butt. (laughs) Okay. (gasps) Do you know, every right to be angry. Every right to be angry in this situation. Who's the disappointing... Disappointing celebrity. You spent 17.50 on something this important. You want to see your money's worth. Yeah. Right. So, who? So, which aforementioned um, uh, celebrity is that a review of? It's a, mm. There's a big part of me that wants to 
plonk the finger directly into Cookie Cunty, but I'm not going to go there. I am instead, <laughs> I am instead going to gently cradle into my answer arms. Um, uh, fuck it. I'm going to say it was, I'm, yeah, why not? I'm going to say it was Randy Quaid. <laughs> Randy Quaid. I imagine he does suck monkey butt these days. Yes, mm. I imagine he does. But um, it is not Randy Quaid. No. Of course it so, is. Um, Michael, hand it over to you. Uh, do you want to have a crack at this one? Um, right. Sucked monkey butt. That suggests an American. So mm. I'm going to go with. I mean, he's down. Let's kick him a bit further. I'm going for Ahmed Best. Armored Best. Very, very good. Um, no, it isn't. It's Tommy Chung. Oh. Balls. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, I've, I've, I've seen a couple of his. And he does look a little bit hazy. Um, Typical so, Chung yeah. behaviour. Oh, this, you know, reading and talking isn't his thing. I think he's doing his best under difficult circumstances. You know, he smoked a lot let, of drugs in his time. Let him have a little doobie. Yeah. I mean, Cheech was the reader, right? So, yeah, poor fella. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. No points there, but um, uh, so uh, Michael, it's now your turn. Uh, so Paul, if you'd like to read the review for Michael, that's the first one there. Thank I you. will, of course, Daniel. Thank you so much for your shout out to my brother Rocky. He was shocked by the surprise. You gave amazing advice to him as a screenwriter. Fucking clue. And it was awesome to get a birthday wish from you. So who could that uh. be? I mean, I want it to once again be Tommy Chong. Oh, yes. <laughs> but I'm going to go with that Jaws fucker. Well, of course it is. It's a fucking screenwriter. Well, Gottlieb, the uh, the writer of Jaws. Yeah, um, the I'm guy a... who once, once, he once wrote Jaws. He wrote it once. He did write it once, yes. Uh, he did it very well. Um, but on this occasion, no, it's not him, I'm afraid. So, uh, oh, Paul, you get a chance for this. <laughs> Oh, then I could maybe back up my emergency fanny battery, but I won't. I'm going to go for... <laughs> it gives great um, advice as a screenwriter. Great. I'm going to go for Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Lance Armstrong. <laughs> and I should, it is good advice to take loads of drugs to be a screenwriter, you know, just yeah. to cope with the pain. He's probably thought of his fucking screenplays on his adventures. Oh, yeah, all that time cycling. You've got nothing yeah. else to think about, right? You've got stories for yourself. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's Ahmed Best, that, oh. that noted screenwriter Ahmed Best. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Oh, yes. man. Yeah. So, um, I'm afraid, uh, again, <laughs> oh. no points there. Okay, so now it's time for my phone to take the reins. And uh, so what I've done is I've obviously I've played a message that one of these celebrities has, has left, and my phone's tried to work out what they're saying. So, Paul, this is yours. Uh, Michael, could you read this one out for Paul? Thanks, Dan. Certainly will. <clears throat> Hi, Siri is here, and I want to wish—I want to wish you a big muscle toff on your sixtieth birthday <laughs> at one sixty. I hope you and the light long is verifier that <laughs> and that you were even born in the year when we last want to live another one and little i believe that you're playing a semi-professional fireside thing and some of your friends i hope they give you this depression that we winning the league <laughs> cup in april go are you space hello there we go <laughs> well i did mention Stanley Upwin. I didn't mention Stanley yeah. Underwood at the top of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think 
think it must be him. Big um, space hello from Stanley. Big space hello from Stanley and Wanyo. Um, we did mention a footballer, didn't we? Yeah, it's it's going to be Aussie. Uh, was he called Aussie? Aussie Osborne. Aussie Osborne, the footballer. Yeah. Actually, to be fair, that could have been Aussie Osborne. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, no, I'm going to go for the for the for the footballer who was in the film, and we mentioned him earlier, Ozzy Andiles, or whatever he's called. Ozzy Andiles, and you're absolutely yeah. right. He's Ozzy Andiles. Well done. Oh, well done. Have quite, a, quite a thick accent, so my phone did obviously struggle. But uh, yes, yeah, so a point to pull there. Very good. Um, okay, cool. so uh, now Michael, it's your turn. Um, so Paul, could you read this one out for Michael? Certainly, well done. By the way, love the show. Are you Jackie? Johnny Candon here. Happy birthday, sweetheart. Have a great day. I'm sorry, not Tom Jones for eight. See you, love. <laughs> I'm going to give you a clue. It's not Johnny Candon. My phone thinks it's not. But Johnny Candon here. Um, I mean, that's that seemed a lot jollier than um, than the, the, the previous one. So with the jolliness in mind... Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubin. Oh. Pee Wee Herman. I'm yeah, it's not. It's not Pee Wee. Should be afraid. I am terrified. Mm. As I, but I usually am anyway. Uh, we're in a pandemic. Paul, uh, your go. Sure. What did you think left that message? Um, you know, I I would love to say it was probably um, Lord Cunter, but I don't think it was. I'm going to go for Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Lance Armstrong. Uh, no. No, it's not yeah. Lance Armstrong. Um, it's again, it's my phone sort of mishearing. Uh, so Johnny Cannon, it was Tommy Cannon, is who that was. Uh, oh, Tommy Cannon is Johnny Cannon. Very much the same as uh, which, yeah, you know, which means uh, in King of Everything, you were a ball, as in life. Oh, you're a ball. Yeah, I'm a dead <laughs> ball. You are a dead bull, so I'm afraid no point. Right, well, oh, shut up then. Oh, oh, I beg your pardon. It's uh, John uh, Cleese once again there. Put oh, on the John. mockers on things. Uh, thanks to John Cleese, I can reveal that uh, this week's winner is no one, with both players tied on five points. It's our Yay! first time. Oh, that, well, that's isn't that lovely? That's yeah. lovely I can't be asked to do a tiebreaker. So Actually, oh, oh, oh fuck I it. I can, no. I can be asked to do a tiebreaker. Um, so... It's, a, it's one more message um, from a celebrity as worked out by my phone. Um, and you can just keep guessing at it until one of you gets it right. So. All right. Uh, so who, who guessed the last one, Michael? So, Paul, you'd be the first guess on this. All right. Shotto is for Nick Zero Book by Zero Leg with that dude you didn't epic stoner adventure before you like to give nothing back music, babe. No way they're doing <laughs> the bills to end the diapers. All you have to do is speak Italian this song and time are used to wait until everybody's sleeping my little doobie in my guitar music and the bells and pipers. We will live in a physical world. It's a physical world to do it right. Or are you just come back and do it again? Oh, you're a really right there only down the back and do it again. So who was that? <laughs> what an Aesop's yeah. thing that was. Um, I'm going to say it was Right Said Fred. Okay. Uh, it wasn't Right Said Fred. Michael. <laughs> I'm going to go for it, and it might be obvious, which means it's a trick. Tommy Chong. It's Tommy Chong! Michael, you Yay! take the episode! Yes! yes. Oh, very well done. Well, I was Lovely. tricked earlier. It's only fair. And I'll either leave that in and you'll win, or I'll cut it out and it's a draw. Either way, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yay! None of it matters. We're all doomed. 
Hey! So there we go. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, what have we learned this week? Well, you can write the greatest movie of all time and yet still find yourself worth less than Jar Jar fucking Binks. Get into screenwriting, kids. Uh, thank you very much for your lovely company today, Paul Litchfield. Thank you very much, Dan. A delight. And Michael Legg. A thousand things to you. Oh. A thousand things in return. I've been Dan Mersh. Join us again if you've got literally nothing else to do, which you haven't. The world's gone to shit. Take care and bye-bye for now. Bye. Make it stop. <laughs>